What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network, where you'll find out what the Fukushima's going on. And welcome back to our show, hour number two. The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. And uh, 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 apparently getting on back to this uh, AP African American Studies, uh, Virginia Governor Yunkin is ordering the Education Secretary to review this course. Apparently uh, this is the third state to do so, and they're very concerned about uh, it being critical race theory uh, in, with another name here. Now, over at the Smithsonian Institution, which I used to have a lot of uh, respect for, and over the years I've donated quite a few things to them, Um, but the interim director of the Smithsonian's New Americans Women History Museum uh, is saying that men pretending to be women will be included in the new Women's History Museum. Um, Okay, well, that's a black mark against the Smithsonian. All righty. Now, there is a woman up in Ontario, and uh, she's 34 now, Michelle uh, Zakigna, and she has filed lawsuit against eight of her doctors and mental health care providers. uh, and uh, she says they basically, you know, urged her and, and coerced her into going through a, uh, a transition. She underwent a bilateral mastectomy and a hysterectomy. And, uh, you know, she was prescribed doses of testosterone. And uh, she says it really messed up her life and the doctor should be held responsible. See, the problem is uh, that this is a big moneymaker. We've actually had people within the medical industrial complex coming on out, rubbing their hands together and saying, we're going to make a huge amount of money off of gender dysphoria. And yet experts are, are saying that most children uh, outgrow gender dysphoria. They have this period of confusion where they're not sure, uh, but then they settle on in uh, and uh, everything's going to be fine. You don't need to treat this situation here. Now, another report, this one coming out of the Daily Mail, is that transgender patients who take hormone drugs are up to seven times more likely to suffer a stroke or heart attack. And they're saying that medical transitioning is not a risk-free endeavor. All righty, 512-248-8252. And uh, let's see, we're going to go to Richard in New York. Hello, Richard. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Uh, Yeah, Um, so... This uh, Google tech where it can read text and all that. Yeah. Um, like, like your mind, um, they can read like your brain waves can be converted into text or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's eight cognitive functions with Carl Jung and uh, breaks out the personality types and all that, 16 personalities. And I'm thinking that because, um, you know, you can have multiple thoughts going on at the same time. And like you could be talking and have like one or two thoughts going, two different thoughts that come out. You don't have necessarily full control of them. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, I believe that that might be connected to this eight cognitive functions. Like this, for instance, you can you can tell what kind of function you're using through um, uh, neuro, neuroscience. Yes. With like EEGs or whatever. And so uh, combining basically the two, um, you can see where someone, I, I think, it might be able to. So my point is that if that te- if there's a possibility for this technology to be advanced, so you can better understand someone's mind and what they're thinking and what what's really going on, 
shouldn't it be, um, isn't it like, um, what is it? What's the word called when you're uh, ignoring something that's important? Neglect or whatever? Uh, okay. So my point being is that if the government knows of somebody who can advance this tech so that they can better understand it and it can help them to better understand what someone's really thinking, their true intentions and all that, it, it's fine. if it's found out or whatever, obviously that's not going to be good for them, right? You would agree? Well, uh, it's a complex issue, but I've got to be very, very honest. Uh, I'm not sure Google can pull this off, uh, including for some of the reasons you just mentioned about the fact that the brain is a massively parallel system where there's all kinds of processes going on uh, at the same time. And how how does Google plan to filter out uh, just, you know, what you want to go to text? You know, as opposed to, you know, you're looking at a secretary across the hallway and what you're thinking about her winds up in your report to the boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and along with dinner, you know, pizza for dinner or whatever. Yes. So, it's like pepperoni. Ooh, look at her boobs. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, now. Google's done a lot of weird things and... uh you know, uh, high tech is always fascinating. Uh, computers are fascinating, uh, but uh, again, like anything else, it can be used for good purposes and it can be used for bad purposes. And under our current regime, uh, unfortunately, the bad outweighs the good. Yeah. Well, I was just bringing it up because I thought it should be addressed. That uh, you know, just wanted it to be heard. I guess. All right. Well, have a good day. All right, thanks an awful lot. We're going to go to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? So they got Stacey Abrams to manage the Nigerian election. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this wouldn't be uh, leveraging through the IMF loan system, would it? I mean, you got to have one person in there. I wonder how how does she get in there in the first place? Uh, I don't know. The article... um, you know, didn't really say. I mean, it was uh, obviously highly critical of the idea uh, that Stacey Abrams, you know, with her uh, tainted past regarding election uh, issues, uh, you know, would wind up there. Uh, it could be the IMF, could be the CIA. Could be both. <laughs> yeah, could be both. All of the above. Yeah, you know, uh, what happened in Georgia, we all know about the Atlanta voting system where yeah. you're in a convention center and in the pipes supposedly they had a water leak and there was really no water leak and the yeah. ballots under the table and, and all this stuff you know and then th- there's a deserter from the foreign legion of Ukraine that came out on RT the young guy he seemed kind of maybe he got in too deep he didn't know what he was doing he was a US Army veteran for just two years so that's raises questions right there but he was acknowledging everything we've heard about brutality by the Ukrainians, but they want to just kill Russians. It's a bloodlust. Uh, anyone who's going to be a whistleblower gets a bullet or disappears. And uh, we're, yet we're pouring endless amounts of money into that country, the, the most corrupt country in, in Europe, yes. the Ukraine, with this, with this actor who was put in by a, a media mogul the old citizen, uh, Igor Kolomoisky. And it's just it, the pipeline, I mean, the, the Nord Stream, 
and nothing happens. And then what, what we have to deal with domestically with the mind rape of our children is transgenderism and and all this stuff. And we are living in the most evil society I think ever seen on the face of the earth. And it's just I'm just uh, I, I can't argue uh, against that. I mean, uh, you know, when I was a kid, uh, it would have never occurred to me uh, that when I w- became an adult or uh, an elderly adult that I would be seeing the things that I'm seeing in this country. It, it just If anybody had told me when I was a kid, this is the world you're going to grow up into, I would have said, oh, come on, that, you can't possibly be uh, thinking that, and, and here we are. Yeah, it's definitely not Star Trek, you know. Where, where no, it is us. definitely not Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, I mean, before it goes, uh, InfoWars started to get better and better. Um I've, I've had to turn to that because of certain reasons. I, I've been help. following their reporting on the Ohio uh, uh, derailment, and uh, I've been linking to some of their stories on that. Right. You know, China, for as much as we bash them for their environmental record, they won't transport polyvinyl chloride on rail cars. Yeah, I, I can understand why they... Uh, uh, they would definitely do that. I mean, one of the, you know, the railroads have tremendous power in Washington, and uh, it's been suggested that the reason that Joe Biden shut down the Keystone XL pipeline uh, was uh, as a favor to his buddies in the railroad industry, because without the Keystone pipeline, oil and gas have to be transported by rail, and that's more money for the railroad companies. Right. He's, he's raising the cost of living for every single human. Uh, in, in the West, in the United States, and uh, I mean, in Europe, blowing up or canceling pipelines. The man is a menace. And you have to wonder, what do they have on him? You know, you, you can only imagine the blackmail material they have just by what we know, public knowledge, and how his son Hunter ended up. You know, most people end up sexual deviants like that and mm-hmm. have uh, personality issues. They had childhood trauma. Okay, and and then uh, he had Ashley Biden, you know, and her issues with alcoholism and and uh, sexual promiscuity, and in her in her diary she took naked showers with her father, and she doesn't remember what happened, and that's that classic thing where something's so traumatic that your your brain blocks it out. Yes, I mean, what do we do with this 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 ball of shit that we've been handed? I mean. It's just incredible, and I think the uh, the rage against the war machine. The reason there wasn't so many people there is because people are now. If you're not on the left, if you're not going for the the government and, and, and industry, if you protest, you, you're just going to be. Uh, you know, people are intimidated by January sixth. That was a very effective. Uh, <gasps> you know, shot yeah. across the bow of the American people, and uh, but El Salvador's president. Just cleaning up crime. The deaths have gone way down. You know, he's locking oh, up. Okay, crime. yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it's El Salvador, not Nicaragua. My mistake. Right. Well, and he's getting bashed uh, as an authoritarian, you know, dictator or a neo-fascist, et cetera, et cetera. These people want us. These people that are in charge of our media and our government want us to live in a lawless, upside down, just crumbling society, and in. Uh, 
I don't know how well, long again, we saw the same thing during Prohibition when uh, the uh, gangsters, uh, you know, had all of the politicians in their pockets. And, uh, yeah, life became very, very brutal uh, for ordinary Americans. And we're seeing it happen all over again. Yeah, well, that, that's all I had. It was mostly not a question or a topic, but just a rant. Thanks for hearing me out. Well, your rant is on point. I've been asking for a long time if organized crime uh, has succeeded in uh, uh, taking over the U.S. government and this scandal coming out of Arizona with Katie Hobbs possibly having received bribe money from the Sinaloa cartel uh, would certainly support that theory. Thank you for the phone call. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Pat in Fort Worth. Hello, Pat. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Michael. I wanted to tell you about uh, what uh, one thing about Stacey Abrams being over in Nigeria. Yeah. Well, when Obama was in office, he paid Nigeria to uh, uh, relax their anti-LGBT laws. <laughs> so that, that tells you right there why she's over there and uh, teaching them how to cheat on the vote. But another thing that's going on right now is that uh, uh, there's a bill called Senate Bill or SS444 by Senator uh, Ron Johnson, a Republican mm -hmm. from Wisconsin, who's a hot dog, man. He's right there <laughs> under, undermining everything uh, uh, Biden's doing, I'm telling you. And, and uh, that bill right there uh, makes it uh, a treaty for uh, for Biden to uh, make any kind of of a, of a deal uh, uh, with uh, anybody, any country, especially with the UN and the WHO, WHO, yeah, over over pandemic uh, uh, health care problems. Because, well, I don't know that a new bill is required because the Constitution makes it clear uh, that the Senate has to ratify any treaty signed by the president and the State Department. And, uh, uh, we, you know, well, we just need to hold them to that. They're not calling it a treaty. That's what Ron Johnson is making them do, calling it a treaty. He's done it on other things, too. Any deals with Iran on nuclear anything is a treaty. Because uh, the Biden doesn't have a right to go around running the world. Well, he and seems to think that he does. Especially not our country. So he's 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 uh, clarifying the language on it. Treaty. It's a treaty. Any agreement, convention, or anything that who would want to call it, WHO would want to call it, uh, is is illegal. That you have to have two thirds of the uh, vote in the Senate. To uh, to get something like that going, yes, and everybody needs to be reminded that the difference between the UN and us is that if we have a law and and a bunch of people don't like it, it has to go to court and to the Supreme Court or whatever they can get done for it to change. But uh, with the unit with the UN, they can change their vote their bills overnight. You wake up next day and it's all different. So there's a lot of things, but uh, I see that there's shadow banned in Ted Cruz. So uh, 
I don't know. Uh, everybody can look up Ron Johnson, though, because they can't keep him down. And, and uh, <clears throat> uh, not that they have any, I mean, you know, just, uh, well, they really need to write the Democrats because these Democrats still own the Senate in Washington. They own it. Yeah, the Democrats and, are still in charge of the Senate. And, uh, um, yeah, so it's kind of a lame duck Congress, and uh, of course Biden can still veto anything coming out of the Congress. So uh, you know, I, I I don't expect that they're going to accomplish a whole heck of a lot until the twenty twenty four elections. It's just going to be a lot of you know arguing back and forth. There's a bill before the Supreme Court today uh, that Biden got. Uh, I mean that uh, Ron Johnson got passed. So if you can get it to the Supreme Court, at least, you know, uh, oh, well, I'm just babbling, I guess. But everybody needs to, if you can, call your senator if if they got him shadow banned and you, you know, you can't even, they want to answer the phone up there. Uh, what you what you can do is write a letter. But in my case, I have to tape it up all around the side and everything. Post office opens it and I'm not sure it can get there. All right. Well, that's, that's nice. It needs to be done right away, though, because uh, they're calling it a convention meeting or anything else they want to call it. So you won't know that it's anything really bad. But it is. It's a treaty. And he's. Uh, well, okay. Ron John is correct. I mean, the, the Constitution uh, does not recognize the authority of any agreement or convention. Uh, you know, there is a provision uh, in the Constitution that uh, obligations under treaties uh, are the highest law of the land so long as they don't conflict with the rest of the Constitution. And, uh, you know, it's very clear that uh, the vast majority of people in federal government uh, have decided the Constitution and the Bill of Rights no longer longer matters. I mean, uh, the Fourth Amendment has been pretty much erased. Uh, the Tenth Amendment is being ignored. Uh, the First Amendment is under attack. And uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely well, on, our, uh, on the road to uh, despotism. We need to get anybody who'll do anything right now rather than just go without a, a Constitution, because I have a copy printed out of the new state's constitution that they intend to lay on the table if Mark Levine and his full-time man he's got trying to get that convention of states does it. I mean, uh, we won't have a constitution at all. So it, we won't even have a right to uh, take anything to court. So we, we don't want, I mean, <laughs> we don't want a new constitution right now. We just need to uh, go put that app on our uh, on our cell phone and, uh, yeah, I would be very worried about, you know, uh, you know, just who would craft the new Constitution. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hear talk about, you know, building a new Constitution, but it's always coming from the liberal left. And, uh, you know, they want a constitutional guarantees for abortion and constitutional guarantees. You know, drag queen shows in front of school kids is protected by the First Amendment and so forth and so on. Anyway, listen, Pat. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to have to let you go. We're at a commercial break here. We've got other callers waiting on the line, and we will be right back.
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste by going to rbnhemppaste.com. rbnhemppaste.com Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately-issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. What really happened was your host, Mike Rivero. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Hey, and welcome back to our show here. We're going to go back to the phones. Marco in Alabama. Hello, Marco. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? All right. Good afternoon, Michael. All right. First and foremost, um, the lady that's calling from Texas, you know, basically knew about this, um, you know, this vaccine treaty and all that stuff. You guys got to come into perspective, man. Everything that's being done in this country right now, dude, is being done against the Constitution with the knowing that eventually, dude, it'll get overturned and things like that. But by that time, the damage will already be done. Biden is going to sell our sovereignty. It's done. It's already yes. done. You know, we, we, 
we don't really have much, you know, hope, you know, in the Republicans. We don't have any hope due to the Democrats at all. You know, right now, I see a division in the Republican Party that's irreconcilable. You know, Trump needs to come out as an independent. He doesn't need to sit here and go, you know, sign any Republican pledges or anything like that. Screw the Republicans. We, we, we basically, you know, walked away from their system in 2015. And, you know, this is basically what it is. Because anytime the Republicans get my majority, they never fall, come through for us. And then every topic down the board. And, and, you know, the whole point is, is that, you know, we're going to have to take it upon ourselves to survive in the best way that we can. If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't let them touch you. And don't let them. If they come at you, kill them. And don't let them. I mean, because honestly, it is an assault on you. And all that stuff. You have to take it upon yourself to defend your life. You know, and this goes with everything. You know, if you feel, dude, that, you know, um, you know, your gun rights and things like that, hide your guns. You know, that's it, man. Hide your guns. Don't give them up. And, and do what you can, dude, to sit here and protect your family, dude. Because realistically, at this point in time, you know, they're going to they're gonna flood our borders. That's, that's given. You know, that's it, man. You know, you know, the drugs, the crime. And all that stuff, they want this. All of this, you know, trying to get through to these people, dude, about the vaccines, you know, we're past that point. And all that stuff, because, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the movie uh, Omega Man with Charlton Heston. Yes, I remember that one. You know, these people do not want to be saved. These people love the vaccine. These people love what's going on in this country right now. They love the murder. They love the theft. They love the crime. They love the dysfunction. They're doing it. Our own people are doing this to us. Our own people are derailing these trains. Our own people do, are sitting here blowing up these food factories. They want this future. And the only way, dude, that we can sit here and do anything about it is, you guys know what you need to do. Sorry. You know, it's a battle of good versus evil. And it's a battle, dude, if, if you want to have a, a society versus not having a society. If you want to, you know, have established friendships or live solo. And, and, you know, society is deteriorating. And, yes, and there's it is. nothing we can do about it. <clears throat> I mean, this, this is where we're at. These people do not want to be saved. These people, you know, don't care about the system anymore. They, they see that it's a failure, dude, on both ends. They want to promote, dude, the race war. You know, that, you know, I'm seeing more and more, you know, anti-white things, you know, like on YouTube and in public conversation, and they act like we're gone, like we don't exist in this country. Every single commercial dude has, you know, a, a multi-ethnic family and all that stuff, and it doesn't reside like that. If you want to keep your heritage, you're going to have to defend yourself. If you want, don't want to be vaccinated, anybody dude, that tries to come at you, dude, it's, it's, it's an attack on you. It's like you wouldn't let somebody mug you. You wouldn't let no. you know, somebody, you know, you know, just flat-out murder you. I mean, your head's got to be on a swivel. And all that stuff, man, our country's under attack. Our leaders are so corrupt that there's nothing that can be done, dude. You know, I mean, basically, everything that they're going to do is, is going is going to be, you know, at the behest of the American people. And by the time, you know, something, you know, that is unconstitutional, the damage will already be done. Everybody, it's another attempt to get everybody vaccinated. So that everybody's poisoned. They don't have this this uh, secondary group, dude, of people who, uh, who aren't unvaccinated. So all of the, the death and the disease and all that stuff, you know, is just going to sit here and come in. 
I mean, we failed. And, and because we didn't stand up you know, for Donald Trump, dude, in, in 2020, and we didn't push harder, dude, against the people, dude, that were sitting there saying, you know, that January 6th was a terrorist attack, and we allowed, you know, all of this to happen. Because everybody, you know, all they cared about was going to work and getting a paycheck and all that stuff. The time to take up arms was months ago. Now we're on our own. You guys have a great one. Okay, well, thank you very much for the phone call. And I disagree with the idea that the majority of Americans are clueless as to what's going on. That's certainly not my experience uh, talking to people around here. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, our generation was raised with Superman and the Lone Ranger and Batman, and unfortunately uh, people are sitting still uh, waiting for the cavalry to ride over the hill and save them. And uh, at some point they're going to realize that uh, nobody's coming to rescue them and they're going to have to rescue themselves. All righty, we're going to go to Tom in Florida. Actually, Tom, hang on. we got to take a break for commercials. And uh, so uh, we'll uh, come back to you after these words from our sponsors starting now. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Tune in Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 Central, to the Alternative Media with your host, Farron. If you've not been listening, this is some of what you've been missing. 2,000 mules, like you like you like to say occasionally, Farron, in your face. They, they, they might have a, a set of lactating mammaries available that could provide milk for their adopted children. Listen, news media, all pulling off this gigantic fraud. Rhino, neocon, cucks. There's this wonderful thing that's called Vote With Defeat. Move to California. I am a conspiracy factualist, and everyone else is a reality theorist. Hundreds, if not thousands, of ships came out of nowhere. Give me liberty or let's give you death. Any excuse to go in and kill yourself for this, this, this fraud of a government. This goes back a hundred years. When they come for your gold, give them a lead. And when they come for your guns, give them the bullets first. And God help us all. 
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Welcome to What Really Happened Radio. Visit us online at whatreallyhappened.com. And now, set your eyes on the future, and let's consider what really happened. And welcome back to our show here. And before we get back to the callers on the line, there has been yet another train derailment. This one down in Florida. The train was carrying more than 30,000 gallons of propane fuel. Six cars uh, overturned. Five of those cars were carrying sheetrock. One of the overturned cars was carrying propane. At the moment, they're saying uh, none of the, uh, the fuel is leaking, but they do have hazmat uh, people on the ground taking care of that. All righty. Let's go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Well, yeah. Good day, Mike. Uh, very good day to you. Uh, and uh, another right on call. Or another right on call by Marco. Yes. Pretty much right on. Right, uh, so uh, here's what I got to say, Mike. Uh, first, I'm a slow roll. It. Um, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if you heard this, Mike, but uh, in the Miami Herald, uh, for the last two days, they re- they're reporting on Donald Trump is blowing the field out uh, in the GOP uh, the nomination process. DeSantis is down 14 points to Trump here in the state of Florida. He's beating beady-eyed Biden, mumbling beady-eyed, by 38%, Mike. 38%. Mm-hmm. A lot of Democrats will sit out the 2024 election. It was in the Miami Herald today. Mm-hmm. A lot of Democrats are frustrated, and they're not going to vote in this state. I don't know about uh, Michigan. I don't know about Arizona or Pennsylvania. But in the state of Florida, Trump's going to crush whoever comes against him. So he will win the state of Florida in the electoral vote. Now, Here's what I want to talk about, Mike. Before I go to what I really want, the main story I want to talk about, I want to talk about the COVID-19. This bumbling imbecile finally admitted it came out of Wuhan, China. I don't yes. know if been watching the news clips, but, but BDI has been watching uh, uh, the reports come in now that he's going to be exposed from the Chinese. Because he's taking millions of dollars from the Chinese government. And the Chinese never paid any tariff. They were never paying us anything in tariffs until Donald Trump became president. They were getting away with trillions of dollars. In 1974, they were in a bamboo curtain. They all were on bicycles, and now they have super highways and super trains on magnetic. Uh, they got better train system than we got here in the United States. How does that yes, go? they do. How does that work? Okay, so while, who's allowed that, Mike? Who's gave the technology? These Chinese are 1.5 billion. Now they're begging the women in China to have babies. Yes. 59, according to what I saw, Mike, there's 59 million more men in China than women. It's right yes. around 60 million. Okay, so now they're the Chinese government, the commies are begging the broads to have the babies. Okay. But, Mike, that's what I got to say about that. Now, in, in COVID, it was a, a hoax. It was a whole, whole, a whole big scam. 
It was the biggest scam ever perpetrated on an American in the whole world, for that matter. It was, it was a hoax. It was a lie. It was a damn lie. And they, it was, if anything, Mike, it was man-made. It wasn't some a natural thing that God put on earth. It was man-made. Man yes. thinking they can play God. Man thinking they can play God. And uh, it, the world's going to come to an end, like uh, Marco was mentioned in the, mo- the movie Omega Man. Have you ever yes. seen the movie Omega Man with Charlton Heston? That whole movie started out with there was a plague. You remember that, Mike? Yeah. <clears throat> it was all about the plague. It wasn't about a nuclear war. It wasn't about uh, um, famine. It was about a plague that hit mankind. And Heston had the special blood that could keep him going. I guess he took some kind of. He had like a. Yeah, he uh, he was there. he was one of a team of scientists working on uh, a, a vaccine for it. Uh, but uh, you know, at the last minute, uh, you know, he, he apparently he was in an accident and crashed, and he gave himself the shot. And that's uh, why he and uh, only a few other people uh, survived the plague, which turned everybody else into this really horrible makeup job, and they all became fanatically religious, and the world ascended into a new dark age. Yeah, Michael, well, if you remember that movie back in 19... I think it was made in 1969. I can't remember what year it was. But if you remember that movie, that movie is very controversial, because you remember the main reason why that movie is very controversial? Uh, why is that? Because there was a black woman that he was going to have as his... His mate. There was a black female that was going to be his partner. Mm-hmm. She became his partner in the movie. And at that time, it was like, look down. But remember, like Planet of the Apes, uh, you remember uh, Dr. Sierra kisses Charlton Heston in the movie. You yes. Know, the ape kissing uh, the human. And then uh, he played the part where the Afro-American, the girl was on the motorcycle with him. That was going to be his, his uh, breeding partner. In other words, if the world was going to continue on. Yeah, and uh, there was also that one Star Trek episode, the original Star Trek, uh, where uh, Kirk and uh, the crew are uh, being held prisoners by these people who can control their minds. Uh, 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 Plato's Children was the name of the episode. And uh, they, they force him and Uhura to kiss and, uh, of course, that was a big scandal. Oh, it's an interracial kiss on primetime television. And uh, a lot right. of the Trekkies came on back and said, I don't care if you're being forced or not. If you're kissing a hot babe like that, you're going to enjoy it. Exactly. Exactly. Right, 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 right on. And, and the girl that played the part in Omega Man is a very pretty uh, black woman. Yes. But anyway, uh, um, here's what I got to. And get, speaking of that now, so they don't make movies like that anymore. Let's not kid ourselves. You got... <laughs> you got um, Harvey, yeah, Harvey can you imagine trying to get there. blazing saddles made in this day and age? Impossible. No way. Impossible. You know, they, they won't even happened. do a remake of Moby Dick because, you know, there are no roles for women. It shows cruelty to animals. You know, uh, the people in charge of the ship are all, you know, white people and, uh, you know, all the reasons. And it's, it was kind of a joke making its way around Hollywood when, you know, I, I, I kind of left. Well, Mike, they, they could probably make that movie again if they called the whale Moby Black. If the whale was all black, <laughs> yeah, they could make that movie. That might work. That might work for uh, the Hollywood weirdos. And, you know, according to Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, uh, Harvey Weinstein's the greatest producer uh, the world's ever saw, according to them, and all these demon rats. But, well, I notice they're not talking about Harvey Weinstein uh, all that much anymore uh, now that he's gone to jail for, uh, for his abusive behaviors. Yeah, well, Joey Behar thought he was the greatest thing in, in shoe wet leather. Joey Behar, what's his mm-hmm. real name? Is Ozoni or something? That's a weird. That's a weird case right there. That Joey Behar. Oh my goodness, that's a nutcase and a half. But here, Mike, uh, what I really want to talk about, Mike, did you see the video of the uh, the assistant uh, teacher, a principal, or whatever it was in the Florida uh, the, the teacher's aide getting beat up by that you know that Hulk? 
Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was, he was uh, basically in trouble for three battery cases before he did the attack on uh, the, 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 the teacher's aide. And so my question is, you know, why didn't somebody, like, send him to a psychologist or something? But, you know, th- there's this attitude of, well, you know, we're going to let the blacks do whatever they want to do because of slavery and reparations and blah, 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 blah. And this guy had already uh, committed uh, battery three times and was not in jail and uh, then just uncorked on this teacher's aid. Well, Mike, here's what i got to tell you about that. They've been reporting that in the Miami Herald, and I got this is my suggestion. Maybe I'm wrong. This is my opinion. I notice I watch ABC, I watch CBS, and NBC. I watch all three of the major networks here in South Florida on the news. I'm switching through the channels. And all three of them, actually, Michael, reporting it. They're showing the clip. They were actually showing the, this uh, monster, 200, I think it's 248 pounds slamming his yes. teacher. Six foot six inches now, tall. Yeah. He, he, he's a monster. And, and, and if you watch the video, he's really pummeling on her. He's, oh, he's yeah. He's the crap out of the front. I mean, it, it looked like attempted murder in my book. But I have a feeling, Mike, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you can correct me. Maybe I'm wrong. I have a feeling the woman who was attacked, I feel that she's Jewish. Because if she was an Anglo woman, I don't think they would be reporting on the, on the local channels. But all the local channels down here have been running that um, that situation now for the last three, four days, showing a video. So, well, um, at, I, I don't know that the woman's uh, ethnicity has anything to do with it. It's a very shocking video, uh, and uh, they know it's already all over the independent media and the Internet, so it's not like they can pretend it did not happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, clearly this soft on crime and uh, we're going to look the other way when blacks uh, loot stores and everything. Uh, it, it's now getting into a situation where, yes, uh, th- this should have been considered uh, attempted homicide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mike, I got a little information I want to uh, share with the RBN audience uh, about the driver's license bureau that I went to today. Yeah. I had to take a friend over there to get his uh, ID. Mike? It was wall-to-wall. There must have been, I would say the line was like 250 deep. Um, I didn't see one one Caucasian in the line. Of course, I live in South Florida. They're, to me, Mike, every one of them, I mean, 99% of them all look like they just came out of Central America. <laughs> and yeah. I want everybody in Arvin to understand, these people are coming here. They're devouring our food. They're going to be devouring our food, our water. They're, they're, they're taking jobs away from us. And, Mike, we're facing an all-out disaster. All nationwide. This ain't only in South Florida, California. This is going to be in Idaho. This is going to be in Montana. This is going to be in Utah. This is going to be all over the world, Mike. All over the world. And, uh, excuse me, the United States. And, of course, Europe, too. These people are, are, Mike, I ask myself now. I've been thinking. I hope Sebastian from Sweden calls in and gives us a report what's going on over there. Mike, I've been thinking to myself, why actually are all these people coming here? Well, what? Why couldn't they have stayed in their own country made it better? Because I think a lot of them are well, criminals. Well, they're being encouraged. They're being paid. I mean, somebody's paying for all these buses and trains uh, to bring them here. And, of course, once they yep. get here, they're getting all kinds of free stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is obviously uh, something uh, that the New World Order globalists want, you know, a homogenous uh, population all over. I guess the thinking is that if, uh, uh, you know, all the races are equally represented in all parts of the world, that there'll be uh, less inclination for war. And obviously they don't understand the real motivations for war. Exactly, Mike. Absolutely. I do. I know. Okay. Anyway, yeah, Mike. So, I know you probably got another call, but I'll make it real quick. I, I, I want to talk about, about Russia for a minute, and I'll let you go. Okay. Mike, 
I've been hearing about all this bad Russia, this and that. I was looking at, uh, I was reading about Putin a little bit, and Mike Putin is totally a Christian, from what I I, I, I gather. He sounds yes. like a man who uh, is a man of faith, and he's not for homosexuality at all. He's telling yeah. all the Russian women to get pregnant and have babies. He's not for abortion. He don't want no abortions in Russia. But well, we got a bumbling imbecile, beady-eyed, saying, oh, you never hear him and Pink Pelosi, who supposedly are Catholics, promoting abortion. Uh, homosexuality is a great thing. And these two Catholics that had this power or have this power in our country are promoting this. This is dark, Mike. This is very, very dark. And how that BDI gets away with all these filthy lies, he, he can't even keep a sentence going without bumbling and fumbling. It's insanity. We look like a bunch of weaklings in this country, Mike. Our country looks it looks silly. We look silly as a nation with this guy as a leader. And, you know, I agree. I'm looking at the abortion. I, he's an embarrassment. He's an absolute embarrassment. Absolutely. And, you know, abortion, uh, Putin is, Putin's telling his Russian people, the men, the men to be proud men and the women to be proud Russian women and, you know, yeah. have babies and, and have a better life. And, you know, matter of fact, I think Russia now, Mike, I don't know if this is true, but I think it's more capitalist than we are. I think Russia's probably gone more capitalistic than we are, actually, in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's, uh, that's entirely possible. You know, once uh, Putin took over that private central bank, uh, which is when he got on the West's, uh, you know, uh, does not get a Christmas card list. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Russia's uh, economy is working. It's proved to be far more resilient and resistant to Western sanctions uh, than uh, our leaders were hoping. And, uh, you know, these sanctions uh, have come back. They've caused much more harm in Europe and the United States than they have in Russia. And so Putin seems to be doing a really good job. He's dealing with a, a very difficult situation of NATO and the West wanting to eradicate his country, you know, and bring back, you know, a, a, a U.S.-dominated world. And, uh, you know, Biden is betting the entire country, including everybody who lives in it, uh, that they're going to achieve this victory over Russia and China and Iran. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a reckless, reckless decision on his part. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And, you know, Mike, uh, we got to remember, Russia, still to this minute, Mike, we don't have the same missile capacity as, as Russia. They have supersonic missiles that we're still trying to catch up on. We do not have yeah. that technology according to those missiles, from what I'm hearing. I mean, we have great weapons. No, Russia's like, ahead. Russia, Russia and China are both ahead on hypersonic weapons. They're both ahead yeah. on electronic warfare. And, uh, you know, yeah. that's because in this country, uh, weapons manufacturing is not about producing good, effective weapons. It's just all about sucking more money out of the American people. And that's why we get these disasters like the F-35 uh, the, the laundry list of things wrong with it is, is a mile long. Uh, the F-22 still can't fly too high or the pilots uh, have difficulty breathing. Uh, the Gerald right. R. Ford, huge number of problems. In fact, the Navy is saying it will never actually be combat ready uh, because of uh, all the whiz-bang they put into it. And, uh, you know, they're, so anyway. Mike, yeah. I, I've got a prediction. I, I predict in uh, 2024, Donald Trump's going to crush the field. He's going to blow uh, Biden out of the water. Biden's gone. Biden's well, I have a counter-prediction, and that is that uh, uh, the deep state wants Trump gone, 
and uh, they will do anything, emphasis on the word anything, so that he is not running in 2024. In fact, uh, there was a Democrat in Congress just introduced a bill to make it illegal for Donald Trump and his inner circle to even set foot in Washington, D.C. Now, I don't know that that would survive a constitutional challenge, but I mean, that's how desperate they are. Well, Mike, you got a lot of dirty demon rats right now talking about Trump, what he did in Soleimani Iranian. Iran, no, Iranians are out to get Trump. I don't know if you heard that. It was on Breitbart. And a lot of these Democrats are, like, standing back and, and being silent. They were actually like the, the President Donald Trump to have harm done to him. What kind of, what yeah, kind of nonsense? Yeah, they definitely would as long as somebody else gets the blame. But if something were to happen to Trump, you know, uh, you know, we're the generation that realized we were lied to about the assassination of John F. Kennedy, the assassination of Robert F. Kennedy, the assassination of Martin Luther King. Uh, if uh, something happens to Trump, we're not going to believe a word the government or the corporate media tells us. I totally agree, Mike. And, you know, I'll leave it at that, Mike. All I can say is uh, I think Israel's running the whole show. <laughs> Say well, I think there are a lot of uh, disparate parties who are cooperating on this, and they, they're each coming from a slightly different agenda. Anyway, thank you for the phone call. We're going to skip our last break here so we can do more phone calls. Dan in Washington State, welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, well, what you said about the mafia taking over the U.S. government, and then Marco said the uh, Republicans are not, like, on our side. Um I would encourage everyone to watch, start tuning in to Fascination and uh, the right stuff. They did a great protest in front of the governor's mansion in Ohio because this guy, he refuses to declare a state of emergency, and that would unlock tons of federal money for all these people's houses that were destroyed and the property value and all this stuff. And... um but the Democrats don't care because it's a white town and they're Trump voters. And the Republicans, of course, just don't care because they don't care. <laughs> but this Mike DeWine, the governor of Ohio, they were saying, he his first the first donor to his campaign is the railroad. And the second yeah, he gets a lot of money is, from them. You know, and, yeah, and, and unfortunately, what's going to happen in East Palestine uh, is uh, what happened in Times Beach, Missouri, you know, uh, all those years ago. Uh, the federal government is going to have to buy up all those houses and uh, turn it into a no man's land. I mean, uh, yeah, Times Beach, Missouri is still contaminated. It is uh, empty to this very, very day. But, but if he doesn't declare a state of emergency, they're just going to keep fighting these people with lawsuits and not do anything, it sounds like. But real quick, also, his second biggest donor was Les Wexner. And uh, I sent you that movie like a year or two ago, Head of the Snake, the Mossad, Wexner, and it was a little video done by Whitney Webb that talks about Epstein and his connections with Wexner and all these people. Uh, but yeah, Les Wexner basically is a mobster. He pretty much runs Ohio, and that's the okay. second biggest donor to this uh, governor. So this Dewine, this this Republican in Ohio, is just dirty, man. I mean, he's totally screwing over his own base. He just well, sounds like a, a in criminal, this day and you know? age, I mean, I mean, name one politician who isn't dirty, right? <laughs> Anyway, that's about all I had. I mean, it, it was pretty good. They did a protest because, yeah, n neither party is they're they're playing the blame game, but neither party yep. is actually helping the people. It's 
No, they you are. Know, the Democrat, you know, Democrats say, well, Trump got rid of the regulation, but uh, they didn't put the regulation back. You know, they always do that game, too, where they blame the Republicans for getting rid of a regulation, but then they don't. If it was so important, they could have put it back over the past Yeah, they could have. Too, so. They absolutely could have. Yeah. As soon as Biden came on in, they could have uh, reimposed the, the, uh, uh, the requirement for these electronically controlled pneumatic brakes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, could have done his job and made sure that all the warning devices and monitors along the rails are all working and they don't have gaps in the coverage. Uh, but, you know, Biden, when he came on into office, first thing he did was shut down that Keystone XL pipeline. Yeah, they're not even thinking about it. They, you know, giving billions to Ukraine and then they're going to fight these people for every dollar they get in court, you know. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, look, they insist they can't spend $5 billion for a border wall, but, you know, they can spend uh, twenty, thirty billion dollars $30 you know, feeding and caring for the illegal immigrants. Right. Yeah, it's a disgrace. I just encourage people to, I'm, I'm glad those guys, see, uh, the right stuff, uh, Warren uh, Laylock, they did a protest in front of the governor's mansion, and they're, and they're literally the only ones saying anything or trying to do anything, because right now the media is ignoring it, the the both parties aren't doing anything. And Anyway, thanks for taking the call. Appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you for the call. We're going to go to Kelly and Bastrop. Hello, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Oops, excuse me. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey there. You might hear a little voice in the background. That's my grandson. I have him out here. That's that a cemetery showing him. The <laughs> What's his, his name? Great grandparent. His name is River. River. Yeah, River Darling LaRue. Yeah. Uh, Hi, River. How you doing? Hi, River. He can't hear you. I've got you in an earpiece. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Why don't you go walk over there? I want to talk about Sam. I want to make this quick. I don't want to drag it out like Tom usually does, but I listened to to, to, to Sam extol the virtues of China yesterday, and yeah, I'm sure that a lot of China is shiny and new, and and, uh, there's a lot to recommend about their bullet trains and whatever else, but I want to remind Sam and others who see China as a sparkling, as <laughs> uh, such a day for. This is the same country ruled by the Communist Party, a Communist Party that sent the military to wipe out thousands of students at Tiananmen Square in, 2000, in 1989. It's I the same that. party. It's the same party that welded people shut in their apartment buildings during this COVID nonsense. Several apartment buildings caught fire and people burned to death because they couldn't be because they couldn't be extra. They wouldn't allow them to be rescued. So while the bullet trains are nice and I'm sure the parks are beauty, beautiful, whatever else, there's a very dark side of China. I've traveled all over the world. Well, you know, uh, today is the 30th anniversary of the start of the siege of Waco. That's not exactly yeah. a shining moment in American history. I know, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to excuse any of that. I think that this country has got its wars too. But what I want to tell people is that when you talk about about China and, and how nice and new and shiny China is, don't forget what the Chinese Communist Party has done to its own people. Go back to Tiananmen Square, and then remember, this is the same part in order people again welded shut in their buildings and turned back on them, turned their backs on them when those buildings caught fire. 
people. Well, we always have to ask, you know, in an age where, you know, we are the most lied to people on earth, how much of that is real and how much of that is just China bashing propaganda? Now, we all know Tiananmen Square happened. Nobody's questioning that. Uh, But stories about, you know, welding people in their uh, apartments, uh, you know, I'm having a hard time uh, thinking that the Chinese government would not realize that that presented a, a fire hazard. Well, and, uh, you know, a safety issue. Country, the same part that, that shut down its entire country. It, 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 uh, and well, look at the damage uh, the COVID shutdowns did to this country. Killed. We're still recovering. I understand, but you're, you're, you're missing the point. We're talking about China, not the United States. We have our own wars, and we'll talk about those independently of China. I get tired, though, of hearing people point to the nice bullet trains in China as though this is something... That, that, that describes the entire country. Don't forget, this is ruled by a party that rules with an iron fist. We have the problem, and we risk having that happen here in this country as well. So always look at the government of the country. I, anywhere there's a communist government. All right, well then, uh, you know, let's, uh, as you say, our government has warts. I mean, uh, if you really think about it, in an age where the elections are all being rigged, I mean, that qualifies us as a dictatorship. I agree there. We, we, okay. we, we are becoming rapidly a dictatorship. In fact, I, I detest the government of this country. And, uh, uh, I do, too. And, I absolutely and, do. Anyway, and, Kelly... And I think under Biden, we're, we're, we're going downhill fast. Thank you for taking the call, Mike. All right, thank you. We're going to take one more phone call. Francis in North Carolina. Hello, Francis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Oh, what is it, young man? Uh, and hello to that lovely gal, Claire, as well. Go figure. Uh, you're talking about various films that dictate about or notate about various uh, viral outbreaks and what happens as a result and how people are affected. There's one other film that's also to be noted is I Am Legend. Ah, uh, yeah, that's another one. Yeah. That, uh, I honestly cannot watch that one too often because it is so horrific. It's disgusting because they reflect about during the time that he's actually stuck in Manhattan um, and this basically Manhattan's been vacated, uh, for instance. Um, whoops. Well, have a great week. Have fun. All right. Thanks an awful lot here. We are at the end of the show. The music is playing. Stay tuned for the National Intel Report. Michael Herzog is taking the microphone. Please spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Please continue to donate. We'll be back tomorrow. Aloha, America. you say if i told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company and it would pay for itself in just six weeks when pigs fly the new ease off model easy 4 replaces old spring style carcass droppers and is faster safer and more reliable the ease off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control sounds expensive can i afford it can you afford not to try the ease off 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.